This is Rhema for Today. You know, Paul was preaching down at Lystra, and there's a crippled man there from birth, and Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. I perceived that Grandma's faith had rose to that level. She had faith to be healed. I perceived that. So I just stopped my sermon, looked over to her and said, Grandma, wouldn't surprise me at all to see you out of that chair. Healed, just dancing like a 16-year-old. When I said that to her, then the Lord gave me a vision. And in this vision, as I stood right there and pulled it, I saw her jump out of the chair and just dance like a girl. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Healing Classics. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Brother Hagan for today's message. I remember I, several years ago, my wife and I accepted the pastor of a church in North Central Texas, and our very first Sunday there as pastors, our pianist, whose name was Sister Ratliff said to me, Brother Higgins said, do you remember she just called everybody, called her mother Ma or Grandma Jeffco. Do you remember Ma, she said? Oh, yes, I said. She said, well, I wish you'd go visit her. You get a chance this week. Said she's in the hospital nearby, well, at another, another city close by. And she has cancer of the stomach. Don't know whether you've heard or not. I said, no, I hadn't. Well, she said, the doctor, she's 82 years of age now, of course, and and they say she'll only be able to live a few more days, and they're going to keep her there because they can keep her more comfortable, you see, than they could anywhere else. And, and would you go see her? I said, sure will. Well, we were straightening things up in the parsonage, you know, and I let it slip by Monday and Tuesday, said to my wife, or to go, but we're still unpacking boxes, and I didn't go, and Wednesday then, Wednesday night service, and, and Sister Ratliff didn't come to play the piano Wednesday night, and someone else played it, and and no one seemed to know about them. And so I said to my wife, I'll have to go tomorrow. Uh, maybe she's worse or something because they didn't in the family show up tonight on Wednesday night. And then I got ready to go on Thursday. And I said, before I make that trip over there to this other city, I'm going to call their home. I don't know why, but I just have the impression on the inside of me that they brought her home. I don't know why they would. They already told me they're going to keep her there until she died. But anyway, I telephoned the home. And Sister Ratliff said, uh, Yes, Brother Higgins said, uh, Ma said to the doctor, well, if I'm going to die anyway, why not just let me go home and die? And after much persuasion, he said, well, you're going to die anyhow. If you think you'd rather be home, we'll just let you go home. So they got an ambulance and brought her home, said, we brought her home yesterday. That's the reason we weren't there last night. So I went out to visit her. And I began to talk to her. Of course, here's a woman that knew about divine healing. She had been healed years before. It brought her in to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, see. And so I began to talk to her about letting God heal her. Oh, she said, Brother Hagin, I'm 82 years old. I'm saved and filled with the Spirit. I'm ready for heaven. Just leave me alone and let me die. I said, I'm not going to do it. I said, Grandma, that's not the will of God that you die. I, no one ever make me believe that. That's not the will of God that you die with, with cancer and suffer this way. Let God heal you and then die if you want to. I said to her, but don't die like this. Well, now, friends, you're not going to get somebody healed, and you believe they'll, they'll live, and them believe and they'll die. Because the Bible said, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Are you listening to me? And so the Bible said, if two of you agree on earth as touching anything, it shall be done. 
But you see, if you don't agree, the opposite of that, the negative side of it would be, if two of you don't agree, it won't be done. So I knew she wasn't in position to receive healing. I read scripture to her, knelt by the bed, laid my hand on her head, and just prayed, dear God, to help grandma not to cast away her confidence. She knows about divine healing. It, it was a healing that brought her into the baptism of the Holy Ghost years ago. And I left. And I'd go back two or three times every single week and pray that way and read God's word to her and just talk around and die. And she kept a living. Oh, she had terrible spells and couldn't eat anything, just a little raw egg and a little sweet milk. And to show you the position of her, the condition of her, one day I was there, and, and, grand, and, and, and Sister Ratliff said, now, Grandma's 82 years of age, but she set her up in bed. She couldn't just get up, even set up herself. She's so weak. And Sister Ratliff said, now, Brother Hayden, get here to her back. I want to show you. And she removed the clothing from Grandma's back. And right behind her stomach, in the back under the skin, you could see a big blue purplish looking mess. You know, it's as big as a football. It's blue and purple like an eggplant. But it was larger than a football. Not as big as a basketball, but bigger around than a football, see? And she said, Dr. Wright says that that's a malignant growth that's already eaten her stomach out, and it's eaten out towards her back. And if she lives long enough, it'll eat out there. And you can see it. The outline of it, you see, under the skin, right behind her stomach, you see, on her back. Then she put her clothing back on and laid her down. I said that so you can see the condition the woman was in. But we had healing services every Saturday night. And so about every three weeks, Grandma would say to her, her son-in-law, Brother Wright, and said, well, get me up, make a bed in, in the car and get me up and carry me to church. Now, he was a little fellow, a little short fellow, wasn't very big at all, but she had wasted away so until he just picked her up in his arms and they'd already made a bed in the back seat of the car and carried her out and put her in this back seat of the car, you see. And then we took a large chair out of the parsonage and pillars around her and, and many a time in the service, she'd sit over to this side about where the piano is and many a time in these healing services on the side, that right in the middle of my sermon, she'd have a spell and you'd just it'd break up the sermon. You'd think she's dead. You, you, you couldn't, well, she did stop breathing for just a, a second or so. And then she'd gasp and start breathing again. And so again, after another two or three weeks, I think she averaged about once every three weeks, well, she'd say, get me up again. And I'd visit her two or three times a week, you see. And after about six months, they had her there one Saturday night. And I was just preaching away. And I looked over there at her. And I perceived. You know, Paul was preaching down at Lister, and there's a crippled man there from birth, and Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. I perceived that grandma's faith had rose to that level. She had faith to be healed. I perceived that. So I just stopped my sermon, looked over to her and said, Grandma, wouldn't surprise me at all to see you out of that chair healed and just dancing like a 16-year-old. When I said that to her, then the Lord gave me a vision. And in this vision, as I stood right there pulpit, I saw her jump out of the chair and just dance like a girl. I said, we'll just pray for you right now and start the healing service. Went down, anointed her with oil, laid hands on her and prayed for her first. There was no manifestation at the moment. We started the healing line. We'd been praying for the sick about 10 minutes. Suddenly I heard somebody said, praise the Lord. And I looked around and Grandma jumped out of that chair. And she ran out here about halfway across the building and just started dancing the jig for joy like a 16-year-old girl and was healed. And in 30 days' time, 
Praise God. Had put on weight till you didn't recognize it. You see, because she is all wasted away to nothing. And I remember after we had resigned that church and my wife and I out on the evangelistic field years later, we took the boy's collie dog in the summertime up to one of these members of that church, you see, uh, who farmed said, we'll keep the dog for you. So we took that collie dog for the summer because the families were with me a whole summer. And, my, and, and we had to go right by Ratcliffe's house. And so my wife said, why don't we stop and see Grandma? Because, you see, this is nine years later. She is 91 years old. So we stopped by, visited with Sister Ratliff. We just supposed that Grandma was in her room. Finally, after just a few moments, my wife said, well, we were just at her, and of course we wanted to see you too, Sister Ratliff, but really we thought we'd stop by and see Grandma Jeffcoat. Oh, Sister Ratliff said, you know, Ma, she's just like she always was. She's off gallivating around over the country. She said she goes continually. She's continually traveling at 91. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't let that old woman die at 82. Praise God. Sister Ratliff said she's going to make this trip, you see, visit some of the kinfolks off in some other part of the country. And not only that, but at 91, rode the bus to get there. Since she's on the go constantly, never at home, just on the go at 91. And she said, well, before she made this trip, I took her in. Same doctor, Dr. Wright, same doctor that nine years before said she'll be dead in a few days. Nothing we can do. Said, I took her there to the office and have her examined. Said, after examination, thorough physical examination, said, he said to me and two more, I'll tell you, it beats anything I've ever seen. He said, I'm 55 years old. I'd give anything in the world if I was in good shape as she is. <laughs> he said, her heart's perfect. Her blood pressure's perfect. Her kidneys are perfect. Every, every vital function about her is perfect. I'd give, I'm 55 years old. I'd give anything in the world if I was in good shape as she, she is at 91. I learned later that Grandma lived on over. We were all back up east until she was 93 years old. Lived 11 more years, see, from 82, 93. And I learned this, that she went home to be with Jesus without sickness and without disease. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's CD, Healing Scriptures. In this CD, Brother Hagan is reading the healing scriptures with music playing in the background. Also from Kenneth E. Hagan is the four CD series, God's Medicine. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Peace, where she's reading the scriptures with music in the background. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled, Executing the Basics of Healing. All of these items are at the special price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126. 
Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. If you have a prayer request, you email us at prayer at rhema.org and we will pray for you and agree with you. These prayer requests are prayed for every day by yes. somebody. In fact, I get... I get a stack across my office. desk. Yes. And, and I like you know, honey, when you were talking about just keep on confessing the healing power of God yes. is flowing in your body to affect a healing cure. I have to give a testimony of years and years. I mean, this was back in the 70s, so that's yeah. kind of a long yes. time ago. Yeah, it is a long time ago. Actually, I had fallen down the stairs. I remember, you remember it very well. That? I remember it yes. very well. And I cracked my tailbone very extremely, extremely painful. And, you know, the doctors could do nothing about it. So we prayed about it. And I remember the pain was so excruciating after that. And I still remember you saying, honey, just say, every time you hear, you feel that pain, just say the healing power of of God is flowing in my body to affect a healing and a cure. If I said that once, I said that thousands of times every day. But I will tell you, and I want to give this testimony, within three weeks after saying that over and over and over again, the pain started gradually subsiding. And in three weeks, I went back to the the doctor and he says, "Your, your tailbone has healed properly, perfectly. No pain since. And he said that's very unusual. Yes. He said it's very unusual. So let me tell you, continue to confess because I'm telling you what, that healing power was so strong as we were praying. And that healing power is healing your body right now. Amen. I'm excited about it. (laughs) Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Healing Classics. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.